Hi, so my name is Jennifer. Um, I am a slave, a prisoner to Jesus Christ. And I wanted to make this video because the Lord said do it. So this is about a recent experience I had at a church. The Lord has really been working on me and building with me and like getting me to step into purpose, step into destiny. Um, there's a lot that he has placed in me and he's like, I want to get it out. There's been just so many things in my life that's been holding me back. And you probably have the same experience to where you know the Lord has called you to do a thing, but there is something, there is something that holds you back. And for me, a lot of it was selfishness, being not surrendered to the Lord, being unhealed in so many ways. So the Lord had to take me a through a process and work through me. But I realized I still had some other issues. And it was fear. Like fear had gripped me. So public speaking has always been an issue for me. I've always been so scared to speak publicly. So... It was one of the things that hindered me from doing what the Lord wanted me to do because I didn't want to get up and have to speak in public. But the Lord has really been working on me to just overcome these fears. So one of the things he told me to do is this one Saturday, he's like, I want you to get up and I want you to be able to give this testimony right and this short little message and he like walked me through it and was had me practicing it now what are you gonna say okay now remember this now remember that and the Lord showed me what he wanted to do and it was mind-blowing and I'm not gonna go into detail on that but I believe he really wanted to use this moment to breathe on his church. There was so many giftings he wanted to birth and expose for the benefit of the church to show me who I was. There was something the Lord wanted to do and he just kept preparing me for it. So this Saturday, my pastor happened to come late. So I didn't even get a chance to interact with my pastor. Uh, there was somebody that came up to me though and was talking about the rough time he had within the past few months. Then there was somebody else that came to me and talked about the rough week that they had. So I felt like that was confirmation because my testimony and what he wanted me to talk about was based on this hard week that I just had and me using that week to like show me, hey, the devil's after you, but the devil's after you for a reason. It's because you're somebody. So figure out who you are. So it really just was a great message for other 
individuals to be able to glean from. Well, when I was talking to the woman who was telling me about their tough week, I was like, hey, you know what? She was talking about her going up there and she was going to sing or whatever. And I was like, well, just don't let me get a hold of a mic because I'm giving the message. I'm going to encourage some people. And she said, okay. She said, I have the mic so I can give it to you. So she gives me the mic and I run up because I'm like, oh, I'm showing the devil today. I'm showing the devil today that he don't get my purpose. He don't get my testimony. He don't get what it is the Lord has placed on me to do. So I'm in the middle giving my testimony and all I hear is just loud music and my pastor he's interjecting with okay okay and I didn't realize what was happening but it was such a struggle to get it out because of all of this was going in the background right but I did it I finished it but I believe I did what the Lord showed me to do but I don't believe the Lord was able to in that moment do whatever he wanted to do because he showed me that it was getting shut down that the pastor desired to shut it down because um, that's why the music was so loud and that's why he kept interjecting because he was trying to you know end it and cut it short or whatever and shut it down but I tell you, in that moment, I got free. I got free because I testified. I was so scared of my testimony because I didn't want people to know what I've been through because I didn't want them to judge me and then treat me a certain way. So I was so scared of my testimony. I was so scared to give a short little message, like to step into what he wanted me to do as a pastor, as a teacher, as a preacher. I was scared to do that, but I did that. Then I was so scared to pray in public. So I told my testimony about how I prayed and I was scared like to pray in public and even cried over a certain time. But here I am out here. I prayed for the church. Now, all of this took roughly like seven to eight minutes. It wasn't that long, but it got shut down. But I got free in that moment, y'all. I got free. I was able to give my testimony, pray out in public, give a short little five minute message. Like I was out there. I did it. I broke free. I showed the devil that he, no matter what he put against me, it wasn't going to stop me. And I hope, I know, I know, I don't just hope that it encouraged somebody else to step into purpose, to step into destiny, that all the hard weeks, the hard months people been having, it's because the devil's after them, but the devil don't get them into stand up and rise and take back their territory. So this is all the stuff that I wanted to release, not based off of me, but because of the Lord wanted to do, but it was shut down. So I believe because it was a themed Saturday, I believe that the Lord wanted to use that to blow the church up, to like put the church on the map because of what he wanted to do beyond that had I had been able to get into a flow, which he showed me visions of and had been talking to me about that would have been life changing, pivotal for that church because there was so many eyes on. He wanted to grow and expand that church because it got shut down. None of that was able to happen. 
So I believe the Lord wants me to tell this testimony and he's been, you know, talking to me about, I had you go through that for a reason because I want you to make a point. There are people out here that control ministries that feel like it's their ministry. They don't want to invite other people in so that the ministries that the Lord has placed in them can be birthed, can be activated. So through whatever the Lord has you do, do you know he'll bring other people up in that so now he can be able to show them, to demonstrate to them what he desires for them to do, right? To be able to work together, to be able to walk people along in the path that the Lord has for them. But you have people in ministry that want to control the ministry, want to keep tight wraps on the ministry. Oh, things can flow, but only flow according to what's acceptable to them. So then they invite certain people in that they choose to groom and mentor, but they have to work within the limits that that person is comfortable with. So now the person only ends up making another copy of them. Now that person that's being groomed feels so constricted, feels so wrapped up that they can't flow and be all that God has for them to be. Why? Because they're being chained and in prison by somebody else's desire to control. So now we got tactics where this person that is in control is manipulative, right? They're saying, do this, don't do this. You can't do this. You sure you want to do this? That's not how God wants to move. I had a pastor before that when she saw that I wanted to teach, there was a lady that was a beautiful woman of God. And she's like, I see you coming to Sunday school. I see you participating. I see something on you. You need to come out here and you need to be teaching. Well, the pastor was at the time was not happy about that. So she said, she invited me to her house, the pastor. And when she invited me to her house, she was like, okay, here's a topic. Go ahead and teach on it. So I was like, okay, I was nervous. I was scared. I didn't know how to teach. I fumbled that thing all up. I didn't know what I was doing. But she wanted to make sure I passed her test. See, pastors, people out there that have ministries, you're trying to make sure that people are trustworthy to you, that you can depend on people, that people pass your filter of what it is, is an acceptable minister. That's not you That's not you. That's God. That's God decision. I had had a pastor tell me that he was going to redeem me. And I was so excited in the moment. But the Holy Spirit spoke to me that week and was like, I've already redeemed you. Man doesn't redeem you. That's my job. That's my job. You think people are not acceptable to be in your ministry, to serve you, to serve the people. You think people aren't worthy to be used of God because of what they've been through. Do you understand that Jesus took Saul on the way to go find Christians to imprison them and changed his life? 
in a few short days? Do you know what God can do in a moment? Do you know God used Nebuchadnezzar? Do you know God will use who he chooses to do his will? That's not your choice. You need to pray and trust God, not the individual, because we all fall short of the glory. So if we all fall short of the glory, all of us, then it's only a matter of time that I disappoint you. How many times do you forgive? 70 times seven. Oh, it's not a matter of trust. Or it's not a matter of forgiveness. It's a matter of trust. Well, who you trusting? You trusting me because that's wrong. You need to trust God because God says, behold, I do a new thing. He tells us to put behind the former things. So God could be doing a new thing in that individual. God wants to do something fresh in your church. Will you let him? If God has given each person a spiritual gift, but the same seven people are on the stage every week, your chosen few, then how is he able to use all those other people? Why is the lady doing announcement who's 60 years old, who's been doing it for 20 years? Let the young lady who doesn't know who she is in Christ let her get up and say some announcements and build up the relationship with the pastor. Let new people come up and get involved and speak and get on the mic. Open up your church. Open up your ministry. Are you doing street ministry? I don't care what it is. Are you making YouTube videos? Whatever. Let other people in. Let them be a part of it. Let them be a part of the Bible study. Give the ministry of Jesus Christ away to his people. Now, that doesn't mean you walk away from it. That doesn't mean you abandon it. That doesn't mean that you don't ensure that God is glorified through this. No, that means you remain prayerful and you open it up to allow Lord to use people and to be able to breathe on his people. In his church, in his ministry. We know God has given people the gifts of healing, the gift of deliverance to deliver people from demonic entities. Do you have people that need to be healed in your church? Do you have people that need to be delivered from demons in your church? Do you have people that need to be prophesied to that need a word that are desperate? Where's your prophet at? You have people that need to be taught Who's teaching? If you're up every every single time there's a teaching opportunity, all we see is you. Where's the other teachers in the church? Where's everybody at? If all we ever see is you and your frozen chosen. The ones you trust. The ones you've qualified. Why can't God do a new thing? Why can't he breathe on his people? Why can't he use the whole body of Christ? Open it up. So it's interesting because the Lord had me go to one church. And I thought it was awesome until one day it fell apart. People were talking about lawyering up and turning against the pastor and uh, kicking the pastor out. Oh, gosh. So he let me see. Okay. 
this is the reality. I mean, this is bad, but this is, you know, kind of the reality of what it is. Then the, God let me see, you know, with that church that, okay, it's not as sweet as what you think. It's not as idealistic. These are real people with real issues, with real problems that are just trying to work together. But he allowed me to see behind the curtain and see the worst of it. The second time, he allowed me to see how people can get, how people can be manipulative and kind of mean and kind of snippy and not have your best interest at heart, you know, and whatever. So he allowed me to see that. So I was like, wow. So when I came to this last church that I was at, he wouldn't let me serve. And I couldn't understand why he wouldn't let me serve because there's things that I could do. Not only that, he wouldn't let me be a part of the body. He wanted me to like sit off to the side and not really engage or interact with anybody. He wanted me to be isolated. And I realize now why he wanted me to do that because he wanted to use me as an example. He wanted me to offer myself because I offered three times. What do you want me to do in a church? I want to serve in the church. God placed this thing on me and still here I am months later and there's nothing. I actually had to go find someone and be like, hey, can I help you, you know, do something? And I finally was able to like do something because I had to ask to help. And, you know, and I asked the Lord if I could and he said, yeah, but he wanted me to highlight this issue in the church where people have done wrong, real wrong, because I have, but they get excluded from ministry. They get excluded from being able to serve because man doesn't want to give them an opportunity for God to be able to use that person in a new way to walk them down the new path he has them because they have such a tight control on ministry. So getting locked out and not being able to do stuff because you feel like other people are not trustworthy, right? You getting locked out because other people not feeling like you can serve in this capacity that you're ready to conserve, uh, perform in this capacity. People not having the patience to be able to deal with you. He wanted me to highlight that and go through it myself. And if I was connected to the people, I wouldn't have been able to highlight this issue and even go on, you know, other ventures to be able to highlight this problem. I wouldn't be able to, if I was connected to the pastor, uh, be able to talk about this issue in that way. If I was all in, I wouldn't be able to highlight such a um, real big issue that's going on in a church because there's two sides. You know, there's the side where you have people that have such a tight grip on ministry that it becomes a performance. It becomes a show. It is the same thing every Saturday, same thing every Sunday, the same people every Saturday and Sunday, the same types of songs, the same types of things that happen. And even though there's a flow and there's room, even that is under control. Everybody knows exactly how far they can go. Everybody knows what's acceptable for church culture, church tradition. It has no room for someone to just go up there and just to be free in God and do what God wants them to do. 
So what is it? Oh, we don't trust her. She's not reliable. She's not dependable. She'll quit. She'll do this. Well, why are all or she's been through this or she doesn't know how to do this or she's going to mess it up? Do you know God's church is strong enough to handle that, to maintain that, to persevere through that? Do you know it's not your decision whether or not somebody is capable of serving or able to serve? It's not your job to redeem someone. Do you know that's the job of Jesus Christ? Do you know Jesus Christ will qualify someone in a minute and can change someone like that? Do you trust him to do something? Unlock your ministry. Let him breathe on your church. Your church needs it. Your ministry, whatever you're doing, whatever you're serving in, needs it. I don't care if it's even a secular job. Let people rise and move freely. Stop shutting them down. Stop trying to control them. Stop trying to keep them small. Let them grow. Let them expand. Let God use them. And watch how your ministry will grow and expand because God's able to breathe on it and move in it. Give God access to your ministry. Don't trust people. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't trust people. Trust God. Prayerfully move in a direction that he's calling you to do and give him room to stretch out and spread out in your ministry. That's all I got to say. Because the Lord's telling me that's enough. <laughs> all right, y'all. Uh, open yourself up. Open your ministry up. Take care. Bye.